Welcome to another episode of Feeling the Flame. Well, we're here to help you build a strong and healthy marriage. You know, last week we talked about, you know, not, you know, letting your marriage get infected, right? Don't let the hurts, the offenses, right, fester in your marriage, in your wound, right? To come in and actually destroy it. But to forgive each other, love each other, right? And 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 just you know, build a strong marriage. You know, one thing that I failed to mention last week, I don't want to talk about this week, is about, you know, not blabbering to other people. You see, you know, when what happens when we, you know, we have a wound that's bandaged and everybody, oh, I want to see, I want to see, right? And we peel off the band-aid off of the wound, right? It's not going to heal. It's not going to um, get better if you keep, you know, taking off the band-aid, you know. I remember in high school, we had to take cooking class, right? We had to take a cooking class in high school. And we're baking, you know, um, um, some cupcakes, right? And then I kept, every two to three minutes, kept opening up the oven door. Uh, you know, the cooking teacher had to stop me and just say, you know, Alan, your cupcakes are not going to cook. They're not going to bake if you keep opening up the door. Right? The same like our marriage. You see, the more you want to open a can of worms, right, to other people, right, it's really going to affect our marriage. You see, I, you know, I am on a lot of Facebook groups, you know, particularly when it comes to marriage. And one thing I see is just the venting, the complaining, the revealing of your marital problems. Okay, and to me, it's not recommended that you do that for all the world to see, right? If you're having marital problems, if you're facing or struggles in your marriage, right, you should surround yourself with maybe, you know, two to three close friends that know you, love you, wants, wants the best for you, right, wants the best for your marriage, Right, because what's going to happen is that you know when we start telling people our problems in our marriage, in our lives, in our relationships, right, we, we're just going to get different perspective of the marriage, right, and particularly we're living in a time right now that you know we we want to hear what we want to hear, right? We want to hear things, you know. People say things, yeah, your spouse is a bum. Yeah, your spouse is no good, right? We want to hear those things, right? We want to hear things, yeah, get a divorce. If you're not happy, right, get a divorce. But if you're really, you know, wanting to improve your marriage, help your marriage, right, it's listening to the truth. Listen to the truth, even though we don't want to listen to the truth. Right? Pride tells us that, right? I'm okay. It's my spouse who got to change. It's my spouse who, who has to, you know, get, do the work. Not me. I'm fine. I'm not okay. 
break. And that's not true. That's a life in the pit of hell. We're all not perfect. We all need help. We all have scars and wounds in the past that we need to deal with, okay? And the worst place to do it is on social media. Okay? Find a pastor. Find, you know, a married couple that's been married 30, 40, 50 years. Right? They can hold you accountable. They can speak into your marriage, speak into your life. So that, right, they can lead you to a better place, lead you closer to God, lead you to a better marriage. See, a couple of things that I found that when we start blabbing our problems, when we start, you know, gossiping about, you know, our marriage, a couple of things happen, right? We only can, we only build the anger. We only build the frustration. When we, you know, when we, even though we, we say we're venting, maybe for a little while, it may get better, but unless we deal with it, talk it out with somebody, let it out, process it, right? The anger is just going to continue. The frustration is going to continue, right? In your, in your marriage, in your relationship. That's why it's really important, right? That you don't let that happen. When you see the anger, frustration building yourself, it's a sign that it's a time to work on me, on my anger. There's things that our spouse does said or has said or has done in the past that offended us, hurt us. But what does the Bible say? Love keeps records of any wrongdoing. Meaning that we, once we forgive, bury the hatchet, forget about it, don't ever bring it up. You see? And one thing I've learned in the past, the longer we hold on to anger and frustration, the longer we hold on to, right, the hurt, the offense, is only going to destroy us. So find what I call the lightning rod. Somebody can help you process through your present situation. They can listen to you, understand you, help you, guide you through, right? 
your 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 your, your current situation. Don't let the anger, frustration, right, take control of you, right. Another thing that I see that what happens is the uh, the ability to gossip. We may may not know each other on Facebook, but I, I guarantee you, right, people are talking about other people's problems, other people's right. Situations. When we start telling, right, our family, our friends, neighbors, coworkers, our about our, our, our marital problems, our frustration, they're actually painting a picture. An inaccurate picture of of their spouse, and all we're just doing is, you know, prejudging each other. We're 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 just looking at each other with the wrong lens, with the wrong perspective, right? Even though that person has done nothing to your friends and family, neighbors, coworkers. They already have an offense already against your spouse because of you venting to them, because of you gossiping, right, to them. And all you're doing is now making enemies, building walls—not against just you and your spouse, but among your friends and families and neighbors. And I've seen how how one spouse gossips about the other, complains about the other, and just ruins, right? Your spouse's friendship with the person. Right? When you start complaining about your spouse to other people, right? You're also damaging their relationship with those people, your spouse's relationship with those people. And you can say, "Fine, yeah, they deserve it," but you know what? In the end, it comes down on your hands. When God sees you in heaven, you know your hands are going to be bloodied. The blood of your spouse, the blood of your friends. Harsh consequences are going to come upon you for causing division, right? For causing hate and anger to spread among your circle of, of friendships, to be spread in your family. I've seen firsthand how one spouse destroyed an entire family. Because of a lie, one lie about their spouse ruined the entire family. Nobody to this day is speaking to each other. You're damaging relationships. 
when you tell the whole world, right? Another thing that's going to happen is there's going to be resentment, bitterness against you. Your spouse is going to, you know, have bitterness and resentment towards you that you don't want. You don't want in your marriage. Well, it says that once you give Satan a foothold in your in your life in your marriage, he's gonna take a mile. Things go from bad to worse because you allow Satan to come in and destroy you, destroy your marriage from within. That's why we call it a personal matter. We don't blab to the world. We don't blab to friends and family what's going on. All you're going to do is build a, a, a thicker, higher wall be, between you and your spouse. You don't want bitterness and resentment toward each other in your marriage. But that's what's going to happen when you, when you tell the whole world what's going on okay i'm not saying right to 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 not say anything ignore your marriage problems right do nothing about it what i'm saying is find that two to three people right two couples that you know that love you love god and wants god's best for you in your marriage and confide in them right maybe say can you call me once a week for accountability, can we can we have a, a weekly Bible study for mentorship? Somebody can listen to you. Some uh, somebody they can you can pour out your heart to, and somebody can help you process and guide you through that. Okay, not the whole world, just just a small handful of close, intimate friends that you have. They can help you, guide you through. They can keep things a secret. They can keep things, right, that find people that are not gossipers, ones that don't, right, share information with other people. Everything is done in, in confidence. The more you give these people the right to speak into your life, the more you give these people the ability to mentor you, disciple you, right? The better, the stronger your marriage will become. Okay? Don't be showing your wounds to the whole world. You don't need to know. Find that pastor, find that 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 daughter two couples that you have a, a deep relationship with and ask them, right? Can you keep me accountable? Can you can you disciple you mentor me? Because we cannot do life together. We cannot do marriage together, right? Alone with a husband and wife. We need each other. We need other couples speaking into our lives. When we hit 
problems and storms on the wall in marriage. Find that two to three people that those two couples that can help you in your marriage, right? Male to male, female to female. Don't be cross, you know. Gender, right? Males don't go seek a female's advice. Wives don't seek a male's advice. No. Seek somebody of the same gender. Talk it out, talk it over, right? With each other, talk it over with those people you can confide with so that you can have a strong and healthy marriage. Mm-hmm.